In this episode, I talk about my recent trip to the UK, and after taping it, I realized I left off a whole lot of things I could have talked about, which might be open for a future episode, including the Houses of Parliament and the Greenwich Royal Observatory. In any case, there are a few interesting tidbits here, including something related to our Christian faith that I learned about while I was in a city called York. Stay tuned. Hello friends, Pastor Tim Westermeyer here, Senior Pastor of St. Philip Deacon in the western suburbs of Minneapolis. Good to be with you as always. It's been a couple weeks. Uh, The last time I taped an episode would have been, I suppose, late June, uh, just after we dropped our youngest son off at West Point which was, I believe I shared already, a bit of a train wreck. I also talked a little bit about that in my sermon this past weekend, which you can watch. Uh, West Point wasn't a train wreck, mind you. Just the travel that weekend was. We had a real challenge getting out there. After um, we did get him there safely, and he's doing well, uh, we headed off to England for a couple of um, weeks, the UK, I guess, more technically, because we were also in Scotland. And um, I want to share really just one uh, discovery I made while I was there, uh, which I'll share at the end. uh, But just to summarize our trip, and maybe some of you listening to this have been to a lot of these places, but uh, Tim behind the camera was just asking, you know, what was the highlight? And there were so many. If I had to pick one, I would probably say visiting St. George's Chapel at Windsor. Uh, if you watched uh, the Queen's funeral, uh, that was at Westminster Abbey in London, but then her final commendation service was at St. George's at Windsor, and that's where she was laid to rest uh, in a crypt with her father and mother and Prince Philip. Um, But we started our trip in London, saw a lot of the sites there. Westminster Abbey, I love. I had been there in the 1980s, and oh my gosh, I love Westminster Abbey. It's a wonderful place. Um, Saw the Tower of London. We saw the Royal Mews, where the carriages and the royal cars are kept and the horses um, went to the Churchill War Rooms, the Imperial War Museum. Uh, What else do we see in London? Uh, St. Paul's Cathedral, St. Martin in the Fields. Went to a lot of churches. Uh, And I've mentioned this before, but if you are on Instagram and you're interested in seeing some of the images that I took, uh, check out the Parallel Reflections on Faith Instagram channel. Drove up, or actually took a train to York. I'll come back to that. Then up to Edinburgh, where uh, there's the Royal Mile. That's back to the Queen's death. Uh, She first came, she died in Scotland and went to the Palace of Holyrood House, um, where she initially lay in state privately, and then they brought her to St. Giles Cathedral, which is on the Royal Mile on the way to the castle at Edinburgh. If you've been to Edinburgh, maybe you've seen um, St. Giles and the castle. Uh, We picked up a car in Edinburgh, and I drove from there (laughs) through the uh, to the Cotswolds, which is sort of a more rural part of, of England. Uh, without incident, I'm happy to report I didn't injure anyone and didn't injure the car. I was glad, though, to turn it back in at the end of our time driving it. Um, we did stop at Oxford and at Windsor. Uh, Oxford is, of course, where C.S. Lewis taught for about three decades. We saw his house, um, saw the college he taught at, Magdalen College, and, um, 
And Windsor, as I already mentioned, in St. George's Chapel was uh, just a tremendous treat. We got to visit with one of the priests there um, who showed us around, my wife and I, around the, the chapel. And also we had tea with him and his lovely wife, Helen. Um, anyway, I, I could talk about all of those places a long time. I, I'm a huge Anglophile. I love everything about the place, love the history. And uh, many of the places we were visiting were places that I had studied a bit. I mean, certainly I know a lot about C.S. Lewis uh, and his life. So, for example, when we were in Oxford, uh, it was wonderful to be there, but they weren't surprises to me. Um, but back to the city of York, uh, and the Duke of York, by the way, is who our city, New York, or the state of New York, is named after, and that would be the Duke of York, as in York the city, which is an ancient city in England. Uh, if you've been to York, you'll know that one of the famous places there is called the Shambles. It's uh, uh, it's viewed as the inspiration for J.K. Rowling's Diagon Alley in the Harry Potter series. It's an old medieval kind of alley with uh, houses and, and shops that are a little bit not 90 degrees, I guess I would say. There's also, though, a very famous Gothic cathedral there. It's the largest Gothic, a second largest Gothic cathedral in Northern Europe. So I, we were going there largely to see the cathedral. And one morning I got up and was going to get a cup of coffee for uh, me and my wife. And I was just sort of walking around the exterior of the uh, cathedral. And I saw a statue to Constantine who is often called Constantine the Great, who was one of the emperors of the Roman Empire uh, in the fourth century, so the 300s. Um, and I thought, well, what the heck is a statue of Constantine doing in York, England? Well, it turns out, and maybe some of you knew this already, he was in England with his father, the emperor, when his father died in 306. And on the site of that statue, just outside of the York, York Minster Cathedral, is where he was first acclaimed the Emperor of Rome. And if you don't know who Constantine is, he's the one who made Christianity the official state religion of the Roman Empire. And the, the creed today that we call the Nicene Creed is actually technically called the Nicene Constantinopolitan Creed. I said that badly. You can Google it. Uh, but it's called that after him because he convened a council to make a few tweaks to the earlier version of the Nicene Creed. And, and that is the creed, by the way, that is uh, accepted by more, uh, what would I call them, parts of Christianity or, or faith traditions within Christianity than any other creed that we have. Um, and so it's a really important historical document. And um, anyway, I found it fascinating uh, that people, well, among other things, it was kind of interesting that people got around so much back in the ancient world. It was a little bit of a surprise to me. So I could rabbit on about this much longer, but I think I'll leave it at that. I, I, I will close simply by saying as wonderful as it was um, to go on this trip, and it was, it was a kind of a trip of a lifetime. We got to see so many fabulous places. Uh, it was also wonderful to come home again, and both my wife and I were ready to come home after a couple of weeks. Um, and so I want to just once again celebrate uh, the home that I have here, the family I'm privileged to be part of here at St. Philip the Deacon. 
I have no doubt that this trip will bear all kinds of fruit for me as I think about my ministry, as we lean into the future. I had wonderful meetings with lots of uh, pastors uh, in in England. Uh, One of them will be coming in the fall. I've mentioned that for Faith and Life. Um, So it was good to go away, good to travel, good to visit. But it's always good to go home, and I'm grateful to be back here uh, today. If you have thoughts about anything I've said today, or if you have sort of favorite places you've visited, or if you've been to some of the locations I mentioned and have comments about them, would you please include them below? I'm sure other people would love to hear from you as well. So again, good to be back, and as always, be well, stay in touch, and God bless. Mm -hmm.